I am magical, I am powerful, and I am blessed. Hello everyone, and welcome back to episode 5 of Rise of Lemus, the podcast. It is now August of 2020, and the last episode was actually recorded back in February of 2020, over six months ago. And for anyone that is listening anywhere in the world, you know that we have been experiencing something called coronavirus, otherwise known as COVID-19. And for those of us here in the U.S., that really hit its hole back in March of 2020. And this episode really is about COVID. It really is about what has happened since we started to experience COVID and what goes beyond the mask, which is the title of episode five. So let's have a chat about this. Back in late 2019, going into early 2020, and so this is a plug for episode three. If you remember, we got a chance to go ahead and chat with a trusted friend and colleague, Jessica Castellon. And Jessica is a trusted astrologer, and I got a chance to go ahead and check in with her earlier in the year. And what we discussed was a collective consciousness shift. So when we were talking about 2020 and the energy that it was going to bring, that was a theme of this year, a collective consciousness shift. And if any of you are listening to this and you're like, what the heck is that? It basically is a sort of an awakening. It's a shift in thought. And when it's collective, it means the society as a whole or members of the society, let's say the world in this instant, considering that COVID has impacted the world, it is truly a collective consciousness shift. When we talk about an awakening, especially one that is impacting the world, that can be really, really overwhelming. And so what I want to go ahead and do is actually break themes out of this overall collective consciousness shift that we're going through and have a discussion, have a conversation on each of these themes. The first being life from home. So the interesting part of this is that the last time I recorded an episode for the podcast, it was February. It was about a month before things really felt more serious, at least here in the United States, as it pertains to COVID. And the month after is when things really, really started to pick up in cases and numbers and the tone of the overall situation. And that's also where the stay at home orders began for many different counties, states, countries. And we have seen it pick up since we have seen the various phases of closures and social distancing and so many things in between. But what I want to go ahead and discuss is this life at home. Because coronavirus really did shake up things for us in terms of our structures. So many folks are now working from home. Many folks are quarantined at home. And for a lot of people, this can be deeply isolating. But something that I've been feeling that is part of this collective consciousness shift is that this time alone can also be truly liberating. And I'd like to go ahead and actually share a personal story um, as it pertains to this living and working from home type of lifestyle. So 
previous to coronavirus hitting us, there was really a time where I felt like I was doing some really deep healing. But I think that there were certain things that I was certainly avoiding when I was really trying to process through my internal healing. And when COVID happened and I really was forced essentially to go ahead and spend time at home, it forced me to slow down. It forced me to really think about my day and how I plan out my day, how I go about my day. And I realized how fast I truly was going. And it's interesting because I was also not only internally healing, but I was physically healing from some injuries that I had. Those injuries were actually in my leg area, or I should say legs, because I was impacted on both, and my feet area, which is interesting because I had a conversation with a spiritual healer about these injuries, and they shared a really interesting insight, which was that these injuries are where you physically ground yourself. And at the time, that was earlier in the year, I was like, okay, that makes sense. I definitely need to work on some more grounding and I need to slow down. And, you know, as someone that manages anxiety, that's definitely something that I recognized that I needed to do, but I was still going really fast. And so when coronavirus happened and I started to work from home and was basically just spending my time at home because I wasn't going out to do as much as I used to, I really had to face a lot. And I had to really sit in my discomfort. And I remember around March and April where I felt so frustrated because I was processing through those physical injuries and I still couldn't go ahead and actually run and do my normal kickboxing. And then the gym started to close and so many things changed. And I was so frustrated because I felt like I wasn't getting any better. And I felt like I was stuck. And that's when things really hit close to home, no pun intended, because I realized that I was becoming more aware and more present of my body, its sensations, of my anxiety, because I was spending more time becoming in tune with myself and just becoming more aware of my emotions, my feelings. And when life was going on before coronavirus, I was so busy in so many meetings and, you know, hanging out with friends, having fun, but really preoccupying my time where I hardly gave myself the space, the room, the time to really think about what I needed to process in my life and what were the things that still needed healing. And you know, it's really, really deep when you start to realize those things and you realize that you haven't been prioritizing those forms of healing. And to bring it back to this general collective consciousness shift, a lot of people are going through very similar sentiments of finally being able to slow down and experience and become aware of the things that they need to heal. And that, my friends, my followers, my community, is some deep, deep stuff. 
and it's not easy it really is you know having to do with shadow work and for folks that are wondering what shadow work is it's essentially our inner demons our fears our insecurities things that we don't want to face and we want to leave in the shadows but need to be addressed need to be healed and if we are consistently busy and preoccupying our time and filling our space with distractions then we won't ever really be in a space where we can truly address all those things and so while of course there are forms of isolation and people feeling lonely and as human beings we need interaction and so it's been interesting to see so many of us interacting virtually whether that be through conference calls or online events or online parties whatever that may be how that has also shifted and also finding a delicate balance right because for many people that now work from home and this is another theme technology for many people that work from home technology has been something that while is extremely helpful has also been and has become very exhausting because so many people are on zoom conference calls all day for their jobs and let's say they're involved in other things or they just wanted to hang out with their friends they're also then jumping on to more conference calls or Instagram lives or Facebook lives or whatever that may be, but it's consistently on technology. And for many folks, there is this feeling of just tiredness from this consumption of technology. And it's interesting because as a society, we are moving towards and into this direction where technology is even more of a necessity. However, as human beings, that doesn't mean that we need to be fully consumed by technology. We can still ground ourselves in nature, for example. We can still go ahead and plot a plant. There are so many different things that we can still do. We can still go ahead and enjoy the sunlight and take a walk. And that's important to discuss here too because technology is truly taking over. And when we're talking about things spiritually, when we become so consumed by technology, we also don't allow ourselves to really hone in again on those feelings, those feelings that we still need to process, those feelings that we still need to heal. And while technology and social media can definitely still be useful in connecting to other people and even having discussions around healing, we still need that time alone. We still need that time to simply be present with ourselves. And if we're in a loop of technology that can get in the way, it could become a distraction. And so those are things that are definitely needing to be a conversation as we go ahead and think about what our society is going to look like moving forward. On a related note is the theme of exposure. So with this collective consciousness shift, and this time at home, becoming aware, learning to connect with ourselves as human beings through grounding, taking some time away from technology. We are coming home to ourselves because we weren't born with technology. And we also were born with individual souls, souls that need to be fed souls that need to be found because as we grow older 
society seems to really take hold of our free spirit because as we grow older we start to go ahead and compare ourselves we feel like oh how come i can't have the life that that celebrity has or how come i'm not as fit as that person or how come i don't have that many followers and what's interesting about that is that we all have individual lives, individual souls, right, that need to be fed. And the way that those souls are fed is going to look different for each individual person. So if we're consistently comparing ourselves to celebrities or we're comparing ourselves to others around us, we're falling into this space where we never feel enough. When in reality, we were all born more than enough. We all were born with spiritual gifts. We were all born with intuition. But as we grew older, society told us that those were not things to pay attention to. What you should be paying attention to is what you wear and what type of title you have and what type of car you drive. When in reality, if all those things are taken away, you only have you. You only have your soul. And so your soul still needs replenishing your soul still needs to be fed and so as we're having this conversation about exposures and people and structures becoming exposed this is another layer of what has occurred due to this pandemic for example in the case of civil unrest in june we saw massive large protests and we saw those happen because people are tired they are tired at the structures at play that control our society that demonize us that weaponize us that tell us that we are not enough or that we should not be part of a space and the people especially months into this level of awareness, are becoming awake. We as a people are becoming so aware of the things that have been around us, including these oppressive structures. We are becoming awake to all of the things that have been happening for so long. And because we were so distracted by the celebrities, the cars, the titles, we weren't fully paying attention to what's been happening, not only in this country, but in this world for so long. All the billionaires that exist, all of the world poverty, all of those things are being exposed to a whole nother level. And that needs to be discussed because as a society, if we are truly going to move towards this shift that I am discussing, that is part of the conversation because we need to come back home to ourselves in order to heal ourselves and aid in the healing of our society and this world. So when we were hearing about, when we were witnessing these acts of civil unrest, of protesting, of people using their voice to empower others from marginalized communities, that is part of the awakening. All of this is part of the awakening. And now we're seeing celebrities becoming exposed for things that they've been doing for a very long time. We're seeing people in power being exposed 
for some horrible things that they have done that many people have known about. But again, there wasn't that level of consciousness or awareness to truly understand the impact of everything that has been going on for so long. But here we are. Here we are a couple of months in. And this awakening is here. There is no going back to normal. And I hear people say that. I hear, I can't wait to go back to normal. And what does that even mean? What is normal? Seriously, let's ask ourselves that. What is normal? Because in this new level of awareness that I have, and that I think many people that are going through the shift have, normal is distraction. Normal is us idolizing people that are not even doing anything for the betterment of society. Normal was us distracting ourselves with so many things so that we couldn't face ourselves. It was this avoidance of this mass awakening, which is fascinating because here we are forced in a way to go through this awakening. So rather than just seeing this virus as a people killing virus, which it is, it unfortunately does make people very sick. That's why we practice social distancing. That's why we wear the mask. But we have to also ask ourselves, what happens beyond the mask? And what is on the other side of normal? And on the other side of normal is exactly what we're experiencing right now. While we are trying to remain safe, and healthy, we are also giving and have been given an opportunity to heal. Heal ourselves, but heal other people as well. We have been given this opportunity to finally come home to ourselves and actually do the work. And that's actually where I want to end off this episode. I want to end it off with ways to be able to do this type of work. While we do social distancing and while we adapt to the new normal, what are things that we can be doing that can aid in collective healing, that can continue to help us as we navigate this collective consciousness shift, as we become more of spiritual beings and less distracted human beings. That is what I want to discuss here. Because so many people are wanting this change but don't know how to go about it. And so what are ways that we can connect with ourselves? This is going to look, of course, very different from each individual. But I'm going to go ahead and provide just some general things that we can do to go ahead and connect with ourselves. The first is meditation. Meditation is absolutely powerful. You can do silent meditation, you can do guided meditation, there are apps, there are YouTube videos, there are so many ways that you can meditate. You can meditate while you run, while you walk, while you sit. There are so many incredible ways to go ahead and be able to connect to ourselves, to our mind, to our body, to our spirit, to our soul through meditation. That is definitely something that has helped me and something I have implemented into my morning rituals. Eating healthier, 
is also super important. Really diving deeper into what it means to not eat such processed foods, um, genetically modified foods, what it feels like to actually drink more water and actually consume things that naturally come from Mother Nature. Eating healthy increases and heightens our vibrations and allows us to connect to spirit on a deeper level when we're feeling more energized and not sluggish from all the sugar and the dairy that we're eating. And this is in no way an insult to folks that are consuming meat or consuming dairy. Y'all, I still love my cheese every so often, so this is in no way a diss. But I will say that, again, you know, our energy is based off of what we consume. And so it's important to also feed ourselves and nourish ourselves with the things that are going to help us feel better. The other is exercise. And you know, when I talk about exercise, some people are just like, oh my gosh, I don't like to run. (laughs) I don't like all those squats. And I'm not trying to tell y'all to go ahead and do all that. But if you want to do that, cool. What I mean by exercise is really finding something that works for you that can be stretching and that has been so incredible for me because it literally makes me slow down when i'm stretching and i'm able to be present with the muscles that are being stretched and it just allows me to really feel what my body is experiencing and that has been such a spiritual experience for me So stretching can be really powerful, but you can also do yoga. There are so many other things that you can tap into. So find what works well for you. The other is less technology. What I just mentioned in terms of meditation, exercise, less technology is going to also allow you to prioritize that more, to be able to really prioritize less technology and more finding of your soul. And for folks, that may be a number of different things that can also include reading, it can include essential oils, it can include a whole bunch of things. But the big piece is if we allow ourselves the time to be more present with us, we also need to take a step back from technology. And that doesn't mean that we don't use technology at all, but it does mean that we cut out some of the distractions that we find on technology, on social media. It really is just taking a little bit of a step back and saying, you know what, instead of being on this social media channel till midnight, why don't I go ahead and try to sleep a little bit earlier? Why don't I read a book? And there's so many things that we can do that don't necessarily consist of heavy technology use and don't necessarily consist of us making ourselves anxious, looking at what's trending. So much of the news right now is really anxiety inducing. And while yes, we do need to remain informed, it doesn't mean that we need to be in this loop of endless spirals and completely become consumed by everything that is happening because we still need time to really reflect on even our own personal journey and so that is yet another thing that can be done the other thing is just being outside with mother nature and that could be 
planting some flowers, some vegetables. It could be just taking in some sunlight. It could be really simple or it could be grand, like taking a hike, whatever that may be. But something about connecting to Mother Nature is so helpful. It's so grounding and also so spiritual to be amongst Mother Nature and everything that she provides us and allows us to also be grateful. Grateful for where we are at even during this time because gratitude, gratitude is another thing that we can do. Gratitude is something that has changed my life and it's something that I have been practicing for many, many years and have found myself going deeper within in the last couple of months because even during this pandemic, I am so, so blessed to have a home. I am so, so blessed to be able to breathe, to be able to speak. I am every day eternally grateful for all of my senses being intact, for the abilities to still connect to my spiritual entities, for the ability to have a job, to have income, to have loved ones, to be able to receive and give love. I am so grateful for the ability to even be present in this moment and not be distracted, to be able to connect with you all that are listening to this very episode, to be able to come back home to myself even during this pandemic. There are always things that we can be grateful for, and I can tell you that the more that you practice gratitude, the better that your life will become because you start to realize all of the little things and the big things that you are grateful for. And it makes you think less and less of the things that are happening that don't really matter. Because so many of the things that we have programmed or have become programmed to deem important are actually filled with drama, filled with low vibrational energy that we do not, and I'm literally clapping my hands so you could probably hear it in the background, but we do not need to prioritize. We are part of the awakening. We are part of this experience. We are literally part of history. This will be in history books. And so I ask each of you to really think about what side of history you want to be on. Do you want to be in the space where you see this entire experience as a complete waste of a year? Or do you want to see it as an opportunity? Do you want to see it as a page, a chapter in your life's journey that contributed to your overall growth? That's the opportunity that we have here. And I want us to really be thinking about that as we navigate every single day. And of course, we're allowed to have bad days. We're allowed to feel the dark feelings. We're allowed to feel sad. We're allowed to feel frustrated, isolated, all those things. But we're also allowed to be curious enough to explore what life looks like on the other side of all of those things that I described because we all deserve to have a good life. 
we all deserve to think deeper, think more widely about who we are as energetic beings that are part of this massive universe. And so as you navigate your decisions in your life, I ask you to think about what goes beyond the mask. Because yes, we're experiencing a pandemic, but we're also simultaneously experiencing a collective consciousness shift. With that, I want to go ahead and just say thank you. Thank you for being present with me in this moment. And I ask that if you like the podcast, that you subscribe to it, that you share this episode out, and that you engage with this platform. Again, since it's been so long, I'd like to go ahead and just reintroduce myself. My name is Michael Lemus, and I am the founder and CEO of Reclaiming Your Happiness with Lemus, LLC. And you are listening to Arise with Lemus, the podcast. And Arise stands for Advocacy, Reclaiming Your Power, Inclusion, Spirituality, Empowerment. And you are now part of the Arise movement. And it has never been more important to arise and to awaken to your true life's purpose. And I hope that this episode has helped you in rediscovering who you are and coming back home to yourself and your soul's purpose. If you are interested in engaging with more of my content, go ahead and find me on social media. I am on most social media outlets, but engage the most of Instagram, and I am at Arise with Lemus. And you can also find my contact information and my services on my website, which is reclaimingyourhappinesswithlemus.com. And coming up soon is going to be the next iteration of my coaching program called Purposefully Aligned which is a group coaching program that looks at alignment, which is life's natural balance and flow, and looks at it through the mental, spiritual, and physical lens, and provides you the opportunity to experience alignment on all three of those levels. So the second round of that program will be starting in October and will be facilitated by me and will include many incredible, magical, spiritual beings facilitating many different types of topics related to all things alignment. So if you are interested, please feel free to reach out. And again, thank you so much for joining us, whether it be for your first time or coming back to Arise of Lemus, the podcast. And if you're enjoying Arise of Lemus, the podcast, I would greatly appreciate a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Let this be your reminder. And if you are wanting to go ahead and stay up to date when episodes get launched, please go ahead and subscribe on any of the platforms that you are listening to this on. I want this to reach the masses and I want to help as many people as I can and connect to people on this deeper spiritual level. So if you're wanting to spread the word, I would greatly appreciate it. And with that, I hope that you feel magical, powerful, and blessed. Thank you.